Players Podcast Standby. Places, please. Hosts and guests, places, please. House lights, go. Curtain, go. Podcast, go. Welcome to Places, Please, a podcast produced by the Community Players Theater in Beatrice, Nebraska. I'm Jamie Ulmer, Managing Artistic Director at the theater, and this is Season 3, Episode 5, for our production of Clue on Stage. This show is the fourth production in the 2021-2022 regular season, and it continues the reboot of shows that were transferred from the 2020-2021 season. And of course, that means we need to update on our COVID procedures. As of this recording, we are requiring masks for all audience members. However, we are closely tracking the numbers and evaluate this policy every Friday for the following week. We may soon switch back to having masks be optional. So please visit our website for the most up-to-date information. In Act 2 of this episode, we'll talk to the show's director and frequent podcast guest, Tyler Rennie. But first, Act 1. It is a dark and stormy night, and there is tension in the air as a group of strangers, each with their own mix of secrets, is summoned to a mysterious mansion. Before dinner has even been digested, there's a sudden murder, and bodies begin to pile up. The guests must scramble to figure out who done it before they are next. Well, I don't know about you, but that's the way all my dinner parties go. Which is maybe why people stopped coming over to my house. But it's also the setup for the comedy murder mystery Clue on stage. It's not unusual for a show to be based on some other pre-existing source. Lots of shows are based on movies or books or real life. But this show is based on two sources, the classic board game and the 1985 movie. Clue, the board game, was developed in 1943 in Britain with the premise of determining who did it, where, and with what weapon. The game draws heavily on classic detective fiction tropes made famous by the works of people like Agatha Christie. When the game was first released in 1949, it was actually called Cluedo. It was marketed as the Great New Detective Game, and the producers even struck a marketing deal with the estate of Sir Arthur Conan Doyle to license Sherlock Holmes as part of the game. Now, however, Holmes was never actually used in the game itself, though a Holmes-like character appeared on the box in the early UK editions of the game. The name Cluedo is actually meant to be a play on words, combining clue with the Latin word ludo, meaning I play. In the US, the game was simply known as Clue because Americans don't know Latin. The game received its US release in 1949 as well, and it was distributed by Parker Brothers. There have been several versions and adaptations of the game over the years. Now, the movie version came out in 1985 and featured an all-star ensemble cast, including Tim Curry, Madeline Kahn, Christopher Lloyd, and many others. Now, one of the twists of the movie was that there were actually three endings shot, and movie theaters would each receive a different version of the ending. The film actually, though, didn't do well at the box office, and it received mixed reviews. However, over the years, it has developed a considerable cult following. Now, as I said earlier, the stage adaptation takes elements from 
both the game and the movie, though it relies heavily on the premise of the 85 film. This adaptation has become extremely popular among community and high school theaters the last several years. Our production runs approximately 90 minutes, and there is no intermission. The show is rated a 2 on our production rating scale, meaning that it is for a broad audience or the equivalent of a PG-rated movie. Tyler Rini directs the show, Amy Hofer is the stage manager, and Callan Williams is the assistant stage manager. That brings down the curtain on Act 1. Stand by for Act 2. Well, Tyler, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast again. I think I might have to start uh, giving you co-hosting credit here soon. Does that come with a pay increase or? Yes. Oh, cool. It doubles the amount that CP will be paying you for every appearance on, <laughs> on the, the podcast. podcast. <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Yep. <laughs> I'll just take the title then. Yeah. Um, so, of course, you are here to talk about Clue. That's right. So, give us a clue. What can audiences expect with this production? Well, you can expect a zany comedy filled with uh, memorable characters and a fun little uh, murder mystery to boot. So, basically a typical day at work here. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I imagine many people are familiar with the movie, which has developed a cult following over the years. Uh, how does the stage version compare to the movie? I think the characters are dialed up even further. Um, and I think it's actually a little bit funnier. Um, I think they've had some time to uh, workshop the jokes a little bit. In fact, <laughs> uh, we've actually had two different versions of the script when we first read it. Um, the in the one that we are currently rehearsing is, I think, even better than the last version of the script we read. So I think that it, it really moves along nicely and it has those fun characters. That being said, it does still follow the same trajectory of the movie. Uh, so if you're a fan of the movie, you won't come to the play and be disappointed at all. Um, but it will have some extra surprises for you. Yeah, when you say that the characters are dialed up more, what what do you mean by that? Well, and I think a lot of that has to do with the performances as well and the actors playing them. Uh, but for instance... Uh, uh, Colonel Mustard mm. is, has all the good lines in this show. Yes, he, he really he, he I, not to not to uh, belittle anyone's performance, no. but I have to say Colonel Mustard is my personal favorite character. <laughs> yeah. um, but uh, he gets all the best lines, and Wayne Price does this uh, such a great job of really leaning into his cluelessness of it, <laughs> even though we're in the show Clue. Uh, but he really plays that character well. And that is not something that is as evident in the movie version of it. Mm, mm. Um, you know, people have been excited for this production ever since we first announced it. And uh, I know other theaters have had a lot of success with the show as well. What do you think makes people so excited about this show? I think it's a lot of the stuff that we've talked about already. Um, just the really fun characters, the linkage to a cult classic movie, and uh, just the the unexpectedness of it. It's unexpectedly action-packed and surprise-filled. And uh, I don't know. It's just kind of a, a mystery within a farce, within a murder, within a... I don't know. It's got all these <laughs> yeah. different layers. Yeah, and... yeah. Well, and then there's also that, that layer of uh, connection that people... Prob that a lot of people have, you know, either growing up 
you know, playing the board game or just some memory of the game itself. Yeah, I miss that. I always forget to bring that up because I never played Clue as a yeah, kid. Yeah, we, we never did either. Yeah, I only had uh, one sibling, and so it was hard for the two of us couldn't play Clue. Right. <laughs> and it was never a game that my parents were interested in playing. They did play games with us, but not not Clue. So I personally don't have that connection at all, and I forget about it sometimes. Yeah, yeah. So I guess both of our parents weren't trying to raise um, <laughs> uh, either murderers or detectives and yet here we are and 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 so we end up in theater um uh, so this show is also remarkably complex oh gosh yeah you've been uh, you and all of our production team has we've been working really hard uh on getting this show up and the the set you know it takes us to several rooms in the mansion along with some surprises along the way I have to say one thing that has struck me about the set design that you came up with um, are, is just the visual style that you've used in it, like the the painting itself. Um, oh, yeah. uh, so talk a little bit about what inspired the show's visuals. Um, actually, it comes from two different places. Uh, one of them is the starting point of the Clue board game, obviously, to inspire a lot of the color choices. But the actual painting style itself uh, was actually inspired by the backgrounds that you see in the animated 101 Dalmatians. Oh, <laughs> Um, yeah, <laughs> that it uh, has these really blocky and angular color color blocks uh, behind some more sketchy looking line art. And the decision was made for that for a couple of reasons. One, I really like that style and I've never used it on a set before. And two, because uh, you don't have to be quite as um, precise about it. You still have to be meticulous, but not as precise. Um with all the different rooms that you talked about and the different changing scenery, I didn't want to have to be measuring out every little thing and making sure every line is perfectly straight. Um, and again, I also just like the style. So it served an artistic purpose and a practical purpose. Right. Well, and it really does um, establish this this kind of weird bizarre fantasy world almost like we're in uh, yeah. this is um because you know it's it it it's not a realistic mm-hmm. but it's still real enough and yeah yeah it lets you kind of break some rules of reality uh, yeah. as the show goes on that you're like wait a minute they could have never got from point a to point b in that amount of time oh when you walk through a wall at one point you you kind of shrug and go yeah it's a cartoon yeah you know and that's, yeah, how, and it, that's how the characters are being played a little bit too like they're just on the realistic side of cartoon characters right yeah yeah and the whole thing does have this this um you know 1950s 1960s cartoon look to it yeah um which which uh, i think you've done a really nice job of achieving visually oh, thanks um with the show and and it really ties in perfectly to the murder mystery of this story itself yeah thanks um so what people probably don't know uh is you know well, you, just now we've kind of revealed a little bit of it it's the amount of research and the thought process that goes into prepping for a show now one thing that you've been doing in your office lately since you have an office with a door that now closes right um uh is that you have this entire like display of about clue talk about that yeah i have the the board game propped up in there and a lot of uh mystery books that I have from home that I've brought from my personal library, both uh, prose and comics, uh, just something that I can look over, glance at for some inspiration whenever I'm working on something to kind of keep me in the right, the right mindset. Yeah. Um, and it, it feels like it should be like an exhibit or a stop on the tour. You know? Yeah. And, and here's Tyler's um, inspiration <laughs> Yeah, collage. my mood board. Yeah, his mood board. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is, <laughs> um, 
so yeah, as we wrap up, is there uh, anything else uh, you'd like audiences to know or think about before they come see the show? Uh, just come expecting uh, a, a good time. It's a 90-minute sprint uh, through the show, and uh, you're going to love the characters, and you're going to have a lot of fun with the the mystery that you get to take part in. Yeah, awesome. Well, Tyler, thank you so much for uh, popping in. Uh, we're recording this during Tech Week, so there's uh, lots of things that we are still wrapping up on the show and working on, and, and I know you've been working extremely hard um, the, the last week or so on getting some of the set stuff done, and the cast has been working extremely hard on the show as well, so we really do appreciate all of that uh, time and effort. Yeah, I hope all the paint on my clothes is dried by the time I sat down here. I hope I didn't get it on your my co-hosting chair yeah, yeah yeah he's already appropriated the chair <laughs> if it's got my paint on it it's my chair yeah <laughs> all right well before tyler marks his territory on anything else in my office thank you a lot and uh, go get back to work <laughs> It's time for the Curtain Call. This podcast is a production of Community Players Theatre in downtown Beatrice, Nebraska. Our production of Clue on Stage runs for two weeks, February 11th through the 13th and the 18th through the 20th. Tickets are available by calling the box office or visiting our website. There will not be a streaming option for this production. Up next on the CP stage in March is the action-packed production of The Three Musketeers. I'm Jamie Ulmer. This has been Places, Please, and we'll see you at the theater. Curtain in. House lights up. Thank you, podcast. Make sure to reset your props and hang up your costumes. 